This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Friday, January 17th. Good morning, I'm Ben Nully. Here's today's headlines. Chlorpyrifos workshop productive, but too late for some. UC Davis builds a bridge to Sacramento with Food Institute. Romaine lettuce outbreak over. Chlorpyrifos workshop productive, but too late for some. The Department of Pesticide Regulation, in a partnership with CDFA, hosted the second of three workshops yesterday on replacing chlorpyrifos. This session saw more professionals from trade groups, political representatives, and environmental interests than the Fresno Workshop Tuesday. Joe McIntyre of Ag Innovations facilitated the meeting and has been moderating the DPR Alternatives Working Group. He began by saying many will be inevitably disappointed that the group has yet to present a list of alternatives. Those are expected in April. According to McIntyre, in a draft outline for the action plan, the recommendations will come as four lists. Readily available alternatives, a list of crops that will still need further research for alternatives, a list of the toxicity of alternatives, and current biopesticides available. McIntyre noted several members of the Alternatives Working Group wanted more funding for the UC Integrated Pest Management Program and Cooperative Extension. Participants told AgriPulse the session was productive, yet ag representatives felt both this engagement and the long process to find alternatives should have come before the decision to cancel the insecticide. Farmers are worried about the next products on the chopping block. Miriam Rotkin-Elman of the National Resources Defense Council said both the workshop and the cancellation should have happened 20 years ago. She wanted more action on more pesticides now rather than one every five years. DPR Chief Deputy Director Jesse Cuevas said the department is looking for more ways like this to increase engagement at a deeper level. UC Davis builds a bridge to Sacramento with Food Institute. UC Davis yesterday launched a new food initiative in Sacramento, anchoring the nation's top ag school about a mile from the legislature. The Alice Waters Institute for Edible Education will be housed at the planned Aggie Square complex. Waters is a renowned chef and organic foods advocate made famous by her elite Berkeley restaurant, Chez Panisse, sourcing directly from farmers. The institute will engage students and communities on healthy eating and sustainable agriculture, It will also plan to host summits and inform policymaking. Some local leaders speaking at the press conference backed organic agriculture and spoke of the danger pesticides pose. Chancellor Gary May explained to AgriPulse this is not his area of expertise, but those UC Davis experts will be a big part of the Institute in both research and educating the community. May added that some of the campus policy experts will likely be on the ground here as well, Assemblymember Kevin McCarty, who represents the Sacramento region, said, quote, it doesn't have to be either or with organic or conventional. He said combining UC Davis research with Alice Waters' philosophy will bring a more rounded approach to sustainability. Romaine lettuce outbreak over. Outbreaks involving contaminated romaine lettuce appear to be over. The Centers for Disease Control has concluded In an update, the Food and Drug Administration said the E. coli-contaminated romaine from the Salinas, California growing region is, quote, likely no longer available. Consumers need not avoid romaine lettuce or any other produce from that area. FDA is still investigating. In three different outbreaks involving the same salad mix, about 90 people went to the hospital. Scott Horsfall, CEO of the California Leafy Greens Marketing Agreement, said LGMA is, quote, 
Currently conducting a systematic overhaul of the food safety practices included in our program, we're working with our industry partner, Western Growers, to conduct an open, transparent review of the required food safety practices under the LGMA. We will be bringing in outside expertise so that we can incorporate new knowledge and research, end quote. USMCA easily clears Congress. The Senate has overwhelmingly approved by 89 to 10 the Trump administration's revision of the North American Trade Pact with Canada and Mexico. The deal is now at the White House, where the president said he may sign it in a grand ceremony next week. EU proposing scaled-down ag option for U.S., The European Union still isn't willing to include a full-blown agriculture chapter in the trade agreement it's negotiating with the U.S., but the Europeans are proposing smaller-scale options, such as agreements on sanitary and phytosanitary trade barriers, says EU Trade Commissioner Phil Hogan. USDA expect third 2019 MFP payment. Farmers can expect a third round of payments under the 2019 Market Facilitation Program, but don't expect there to be a 2020 program. Agriculture Secretary Sonny Perdue and Deputy Secretary Steve Sensky have separately made those points in the past two days. Here's today's He Said It, quote, We need to understand the harmful impact of flunicamid on these crucial pollinators. That Attorney General Xavier Becerra criticizing the U.S. EPA on its risk assessment of the pesticide. A quick editor's note, Monday is a federal holiday in honor of Martin Luther King Jr., so the next AgriPulse Daybreak West will go out on Tuesday. Follow AgriPulse.com for news developments. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Friday, January 17th, brought to you by FMC. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Ben Nulley.